Welcome to the Author's Way podcast, a journey to finding your voice. I believe that our stories are powerful, our experience have helped to teach us important lessons, and our stories help us to use those lessons to teach others. Stay tuned to hear some great stories and learn how you can use your own stories to raise your professional profile, promote your brand, and become a published author. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Author's Way podcast, a journey to finding your voice. Today, I'm going to be introducing you to Ursula Lentini. She is a fantastic practitioner. So we talked about in the first episode, we talked about not only having authors on the show, but having practitioners who help authors. And so she's going to be sharing some great information um, with you today. But first, I just want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Execurite. We are a ghostwriting and book consulting company. We help authors, we help entrepreneurs, we help professionals to find their voices and make themselves more visible and put their words out into the world by writing their books. So reach out to the to us if you have a book in your head or in your heart that you want to get out there. So Ursula, I am so happy that you have joined me here today. This is, I'm very excited about our conversation. Um, so welcome. Thank you very much. I'm, ex- I'm excited too. Um, being an author myself, I think that this is an excellent idea. There's so many people who are secretly thinking, oh, I could write a book and I should write that book. And and for you to have an easy way for them to get to know you and to be thinking about the possibility that they they could actually get a book in their hands is very exciting. So this is an excellent idea. I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm very excited about it. Um, and I'm very excited about, you know, the, the people that we have the opportunity to talk to you, um, especially I'm, I'm very excited about our conversation. So you're a licensed minister, um, with the, the centers for spiritual living. You're also, um, a practitioner of internal family systems. You're also a specialist. You're certified in pranic healing. And recently you became a doctor. Yes. Right. So congratulations. That's so awesome. Thank you. I have my doctorate in consciousness studies. Ah, that's, that is so awesome. I know that took a lot of work to get there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but that's, that's, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Actually, the book that I wrote was a part of my doctorate. So instead of a thesis, what we've done is, is the book. So I had to finish my book. I had started the book and then I was like, whatever, it didn't, so it sat on a shelf and then they said, okay, you know, you can, these are the things that you can hand in for, you know, that's equivalent to a thesis. And I'm like, let me finish that book. I'm finally going to finish it. So thank you for bringing that up because it's very relatable. Nice, nice. I love it. And I can't wait to read it. So I'm sure it will be awesome. Awesome. So back to your question, you said, tell me about yourself. Uh, I lead a weekly meditation since 2008. Mm -hmm. 
and that's where we bless the planet with loving kindness and what meditation does for us especially your audience is it calms the brain down because <laughs> as everybody knows there's a lot of voices going on in there all the time so it, it hushes them down enough where we can just feel uh, love and feel connected and grounded and open-hearted and it just calms things down because sometimes we're really rough on ourselves in our mind and that creates synapses and then that snaps every time it fires it creates a groove so it's just like when you're riding a bike and there's a rut you know you don't want to you don't want to get in the rut because it's not fun trying to get out of the rut so it's just like these ruts in our brain of negative thoughts and things like that so the meditation smooths those ruts over as well so it's um and this one's a guided meditation. People think, oh, I'm going to meditate. And they just sit down and think they're going to quiet their mind for five minutes. And it's like that's the hardest meditation to do. So uh, this is a guided meditation, which is one of the better um, successful meditations. Okay. And, then and you I do also, that. Sorry. Go ahead. I no, do I was just going to ask you. You do that every week, right? Every because, week. Tuesday yeah. online or in person if you live in Atlanta. And um, it's super easy. You just all you do is show up. If people have never meditated before, they show up and they get an experience. Awesome. Yeah. And then I also do my primary thing that I do is subconscious work, where we go into the subconscious and we talk to different parts of us. So very mm -hmm. similar to the book writing process, we have characters in our book, but inside of us we have characters in our head. And some of them are not kind, and some of them are lonely, and some of them are scared, and some of them don't want to say anything because they'll get in trouble, you know, and then all the emotions can count as parts. So if you can think of characters in a book, there's like characters in our head, but they all talk at the same time, so we think there's just like one voice in our head. But if we start really looking at it, it's a bunch of voices saying the same things over and over again, driving us crazy. So I help um, reduce the voices and and solve the problems that are you know being caused by the chronic uh, conditions. Usually, a voice will represent an event that we haven't been able to heal. Mm, awesome, yeah. And um, full disclosure, I've actually been working with Ursula with some of this, and I have found it to be such a um, sometimes a very calming experience and sometimes a, a very eye-opening experience. Um, and it's been overall just tremendously helpful um, so far. But I, know, I also know it's a, it's a process. It so is a process. It'll continue to unfold. Yeah. yeah, it's a journey from our head to our heart, basically. Right, because the thing is, our heart gets broken in many different ways when we're a kid, you know, just through different experiences, and 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 we all have this thing we're not good enough, and I don't know like why God said, let's put that in there and see how that goes. <laughs> but we we close the door and we run to our head and we try to figure everything out, and then we get to an adult and we're like, oh, this isn't working. So then we do a U-turn and we start digging back down to find out what's in our heart. And there's a lot of beauty down there, a lot of gold mm -hmm. down there, a lot of creativity down there. As a matter of fact, uh, um, when we were talking about doing this podcast, 
I went back to a client and I said, hey, do you mind if I share your story about this? And he's like, yeah, go right ahead. Uh, he came to me because he's writing a screenplay and he got stuck because the one character was a father. And he was like, hmm. So he was just like, I'm stuck. I got writer's block, blah, blah, blah. And then we went in and did the work and there was a lot of like opening. And then he was able to do his continue on his script and he's thrilled now. He's so excited. He's made time in his day, like he's doing it. He's being more present with his family because he's feeling good. The writing process is a very personal thing, super, super personal. So it, it causes us to kind of start looking inside. And if we like, oh, I don't <laughs> wait a minute. I just want to write a book. I don't want to really look at my soul. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's actually one of the reasons um, I, I want to make sure that I have people like you, practitioners, people who work with creatives and writers, because it is such a personal process. It is such a, a brain and heart and soul process. And we get blocks. And I think, you know, most creatives, um, we run into blocks that and limiting beliefs and things that keep us from getting to that next step. And I think a lot of the work that you do is really helpful to clear out those blocks and get us, get us to the point where we can um, move on and get past those things that are holding us back. Um, and there's, there's tools and there's, practices that we can put in place. And I think that's one of the things that you do really, really well um, is helping people find those, those tools and practices that, that we can do. So um, is there anything that you specifically um, think about when you, when you think about removing those, those limiting beliefs, those blocks? Yes, because if they if they're there, then it's like us against the block, us against the block, mm -hmm. us against the block. So then we go into avoidance, distraction, procrastination, and now you know, like nothing's getting done, and we're just compounding. You know, it's like no, nah. and then we're like, hey, let's make it worse. You know, <laughs> so there's yeah. no, it's like that. So how can you even get out of that? Is by saying, okay, asking for help, really, because we get caught in that trap, and we can't even we can't even break out by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if we can ask for help and say, look, I got this issue, I'm blocked, I'm stuck, and then come to people like me, go to a meditation, um, and then we can talk about journaling, how important that is, mm -hmm. because when we're journaling, we're doing, and not, you know, today I did this, and like, no, but saying, what am I feeling right now? That's the best question to open up, because you can say, oh, I feel sad, and that's an entry. Okay, you admitted it, you named it, mm -hmm. right? Okay, what do I feel sad about? Well, I feel sad about these 20 things, and then, oh, look, down here, I'm really feeling sad about this. So it's a, it's a private place for us to get real with ourselves and to ask ourselves uncomfortable questions. But as we write, sometimes when we're writing, something will, like, wake up within us and say, oh, you want to talk about the truth are we going to tell the truth right now and you're like yeah i think so like i'll just let the pen keep going and it's just freestyle writing and you're not really like sentences don't matter and all of that and you just keep going and keep going something inside will start talking 
and coming mm-hmm. through that and then letting the emotions really uh, have a voice. And then you're like, yeah. And then you may close the book and, and have an, a realization like I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Wow. And now you're in that creative space again because now you may want to go in like make a make a meal or draw a picture or you know explore something create something because creative people that's how they process so the creative thing is not just making art it's a process if you talk to lots of artists they'll tell you this is a process this is a you know that's why this piece of work is a thousand dollars because they put their heart and soul in it because mm-hmm. they have a craft and a skill so even when they're writing because that's my mom and my sister are make paintings and they're gorgeous like the one behind you like they're like oh my god that could be in a gallery painting quality and uh, me I make stick figures so I was like oh they they've got the creative but no mine comes comes out in writing and in the way I work with people and through my spirituality so people can be creative in many different ways so I think asking for help, an easy tool would be journaling. Um, I always recommend people to go outside because there's a lot of energy outside, life force energy, prana. And uh, the eye will look at tree shapes and like calm down. So even looking at nature pictures, if people can't go outside, will calm the system down. But if we put ourselves out in nature, the oxygen molecules, the the earth, the sounds, really just walking around in our neighborhood will equalize us, make a, um, a harmony within us because we harmonize with nature. It's not to be on our podcast or on our phone, but just to be in nature, looking around, taking it all in will calm us down and kind of open us up. So those are some strategies and tools that we could use when we get blocked. I love where you're going with that. You know, one of the things that that I've always felt, I I like having lots of things going on at one time. So if I'm feeling stuck in one area, I'll go, I'll go paint or I'll go draw or I'll go, um, you know, just like you're saying, journaling. I I love that. It it I think a lot of times we just keep trying. And you know, we say, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for an hour and it doesn't come. And then we get frustrated with that. And I have an hour to write and I can't, nothing can happen. Um, and we put so much pressure on us to get that done. Um, I think it is important sometimes when that happens, maybe you do need to pull out the journal or take a walk outside um, and just maybe just stop putting that pressure yeah on yourself right but then so that (laughs) let me talk about parts now because um in the internal family systems the parts work that we do there's a part that's like okay we're nine o'clock ten o'clock you're gonna write you know and you're like okay okay so your creative part you know flowers in their hair and just kind of hanging out it's like you know hippie and all of that they don't like that they're like yeah you want to write okay (laughs) <laughs> and they'll be like, get writing, here's a pen, like, here, you know, here's this typewriter, you got an hour, like, ten minutes. And the other part's like, I'm not feeling it right now, <laughs> right? So we're like, oh, what do I do with this? 
so it's two parts so it's to ask your hippie part or your creative part or your silly part or your you know childlike part like well what do you need and they'll be like you know i haven't played i haven't played at all you know i haven't i haven't done anything fun in like two weeks like how do you expect me to be creative when you've been bossing me around for the last five days i've been just sitting in the corner while you to get your tasks done and eat the right food and, you know like do all this stuff you're supposed to do like i that's not who i am so it's kind of like having a child inside of us and the and a child is creative and needs play space so if we're not taking care of ourselves and self-care is gigantic in a creative process right so i'm in the spiritual realm and self-care must happen for me to go about my day spiritually speaking a creative person has to do the self-care so they're always nurturing that creative part because that creative part likes to play likes variety you know likes colors likes outside likes you know funny movies likes 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 so if we're feeding that part of us on a regular basis and we say okay come on it's time to sit down and, and write they're ready to write because you've been nurturing them all along I am probably one of the guiltiest at not nurturing that. Well, it's normal. Yes. It's the American yeah. way, Jennifer. Right. It is the American way. We have been conditioned like you are good if you follow the rules and do the right thing. And you are being mm -hmm. human if you don't. Like we're not being mm -hmm. valued for our human nature. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's that's so eye-opening. Um yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your own writing process. How do you, um, I know you help a lot of people, but how do you, you're human too. How do, how do you kind of handle what happens when you get stuck and, and not sure what the next step is? Well, um, after I submitted the book, like the day I submitted the book, I got a, like a download in my languaging. It was like a, an inspiration. And it's like, okay, that was good that you submitted the book for your class. But now in order to make it more publicly, um, mm, like tangible, digestible, playful, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. And they're like, just submit the book. We'll work with you. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I've been kind of hemming and hawing about it and there's no, um, deadline. So that's very helpful. And, um, I have found that I work better in blocks. So I can't, mm. I don't work an hour like at a time because I, I'm so elsewhere that it takes me a long time to land and get settled in in order for that flow to happen so saturday i've got the entire day tomorrow i've got the entire day blocked off and it's book so for me i like my house clean because i i like cleaning it's immediate gratification i feel settled when my space is clean around me i know artists my mom and my sister they'll have stuff all around going on because that's how they flow but for me i just want to so I just clean my house so I feel like oh I've accomplished something and I usually sit outside because that's my happy place and I um, put the lounge chair on I build my fire and I got the fire going and the computer and my water and I'm just in my in my book in my space 
So that's my best way. And then I will. I'll work for hours and then I'll go take a walk. I'll call a friend and then I'll come back and I'll work, you know, from morning to night. And that's my, that. And then I get a ton of work done and I feel so delighted. And I'm totally looking forward to it because it's my play space, you know, to be with my book. Because the book has this whole life of its own. Like, it tells me what to do. It's like, you know, no, that's not right. And do this and change that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like the book and I are having a relationship of, of creativity. You know, I love that. And I think there's so many writers out there that um, they get caught in the writing process. And it really, truly is kind of a, a spiritual um, event that you're going to any, and I, you know, I, I feel that way about a lot of creative work. I, I, when I'm painting, I see that as my meditation Yes, because it's a, it's a time for me to just focus on that. Everything else just kind of goes away. And it's, it's the same way when I'm writing. Um, it's, it's almost like a, a spiritual meditative type of event for me. Well, you know, uh, talking about that, I don't use the word God because, um, you know, that's not the man in the sky thing. I use, I think of that uh, as an intelligent energy. And, but going back to the reference of God, um, God the creator, the father, the creator, right? The highest thing that God does is create. We were created. The earth was created. Mm -hmm. When we are being a creator, I feel like it's our highest expression as a human being. Mm. So then people um, who are very creative, artists, musicians, and so on, they, like, here's the timeline of peace. I think peace is like a great reference. If we could all get to peace, we would just be a lot better. Um, and then you can go up and down, right? You can be happy, you can be sad, you can be joyful, you know, you can be depressed. But in the artist's world, they go way up here and create, and they're one with God, right? Because you're just flowing. You know, you don't, you, yes, there's a plan, but there's a lot of flow going on. And it's so delightful and so yummy. You know, you're like, yeah, cool, this is great. Whether it's a, something physically you can see or a story or an article. And then after that, our human thing comes in and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, what do you mean? No, no, that's wonderful. It's like, I don't know. It's just like a phenomenon. And then we'll go past the peace line and down into the dark place. And then drugs and alcohol are down here. And then it's like the human part of us separates from the God part of us. And it's like, well, you know, I didn't really do that. It just, like, I don't know what it is, but it's just a balancing thing. So we will we'll crash and burn. This is where you come in, Jennifer, because when, you're, when people are working with a professional book person to help them through the process, They'll create and they'll come in and you'll be like, okay, now we're doing this class or now we're doing this thing. And they can land on you and not have to go down because when you go down, you have to crawl back up, get to here and then get inspired and then, and then here, oh, and then it happens again. You see, so this diagonal process here can be stopped when we have that professional support to kind of like a, like a um, trampoline, right? Don't fall off the trampoline. You know, I got you. And then they can go back and forth, back and forth. But I think working with a professional is the, the best way to go in the writing process because it, it'll take years otherwise. So we've 
talked in our personal conversations about um, having a team of people surrounding us. Yes. So what are your, some of your um, recommendations or your thoughts around what should we be looking for to have, you know, the right network, the right, the right people, the right team, you know, in our circle? So as a writer, I would have you for sure, because you're going to walk them through the writing process. I would also have them have a health, like a health coach or, or somebody around health, you know, make sure they're moving their body because sometimes we get too stuck in our head. And like you said, if you're stuck, you need to get up and, and move your body. So if we're moving our body or we have somebody accountability coach and we have uh, like a mastermind, where we're really processing and talking to other people, like, what are you working on? What's your goals? Someone's like, okay, how did you do last week? You don't want to say, oh, I didn't do nothing. I just, you know, you're like, okay, I did this thing, or I called mm -hmm. that per, um, publisher, or I, you know, so accountability people, health people, mental, emotional wellness, that's what I do. Even just come to the meditation, that'll help. Um, it's just really important to have a team because if we don't have a team, our human nature will take over and we'll just keep failing and then we'll feel bad. You know, it's like this thing and then you start procrastinating and then you're stuck in that triangle. When we have a team, that triangle can't take hold and that triangle gets addressed so we can actually be the creator that we were meant to be. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's so important to to ask for help. And I'm, I've had times in my life where I see myself as very independent and that's, I can do it myself. I can figure this out myself, but, and a lot of times we can, but it just makes it so much easier to have people in our lives that are. It's a pleasure. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Mm -hmm. um, like you, you know, I was like, I'll just do it. You know, I don't want to spend the money or I don't want to do this or I don't have time or whatever nothing really does get done and any professional person who's you know being a rock star and, and executing things and doing things they have coaches and that's why because it's against our human nature just to be like oh it's scary to try new things but when i get my help when i go to my coaches and do and you know i'm just like God, that was great you know somebody believes in me somebody loves me somebody supports me somebody mm -hmm. sees me and it's just so much easier. It's just like a new pair of tennis shoes or something. Like, it's just like you feel supported and you feel like, yeah, of course I can do this. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and it can be such a lovely experience to to know that you have you have that help. Yes. So, so I, have I have so much enjoyed this conversation. I, I could go on probably for hours. Um, I have learned so much from you today and I, and you and I have had conversations in the past, but this has been, this has been great. I have learned so much. I hope the audience has learned a lot from you. So tell us what you have, what you have going on right now that, you know, what, what programs or what, what kind of things do you have or what's next for you? Okay, so I have the meditation like we spoke about. I invite everybody and encourage everybody to come. Try it once and you'll see. Um, I do the private sessions, of course, and then I have a class called Self Mastery. So I'm teaching similar to the tools I gave today, but I'm teaching about 
crafting our, our center because when the world is changing as it is and unpredictable and so on, we can't control that, but we can control the way we respond to the world. So we are working in the self-mastery class. We meet twice a month on uh, Thursdays online or in person if you're in Atlanta. And we just move through and I teach all these tools and techniques that are outside of the box but very practical and reasonable little by little, step by step. And that's a super fun um, class that I'm really enjoying and my students are enjoying too. That's awesome. We will be putting all the links, the link to your website and, and the links to those programs in the show notes. So, so, you know, check those out if you want to get in touch with Ursula about anything that she's working on. Um, one last question before we, um, before we wrap up for today. Um, I love it when I hear that people who are writing are reading as well. And most people who are writers are readers and um, would love to hear uh, about any book or books that you've read in your life that have been very meaningful to you or, or really influenced you. Uh, the main book that changed my life when I was like just beginning on my spiritual path is by James Allen, and it's As a Man Thinketh. It's a little teeny book, old school writing, old school language, but it basically says how we think and how we perceive the world is how we're experiencing the world, but it breaks it down into a way that's very personal. And then somebody went behind and said uh, and wrote the female version because he uses he, mm. he, he, he. And that's the book I knew and read for years. And then somebody put it in it when it was she, 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 she. It, it was very like, oh, this is different to hear it say she. So as a woman thinketh or as a man thinketh um, would be an excellent book that I could recommend. I've re I'm a big reader because I'm self-educated. And I've had hundreds of books that I've, you know, tried to be like, I got to get rid of some of these books. So I've always, like, I've written, put it at least, at least let me honor by writing the title down before I give it away. Um, but out of the hundreds of books that I've read, that's the one I would highly recommend the most. It's been the most impactful in my life. I'm going to have to check that out. I have, I have not read that book. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get that book and, book and try it out. So Thank you so much for being here today. This was such a lovely experience for me. Um, and I'm very excited. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again because you have you are such a wealth of knowledge and um, not only for writers, for all creatives and and you know, just anyone who's just looking to get better at yes. whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's so much magic inside of us, and if we could really get in touch with that magic and share it with the world, I mean, the world would be a better place, and we would surely have a happier life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author's Way podcast. I'd love to hear from you about any future topics you'd like me to cover or other authors you would like to hear from. Head over to my Facebook page, The Author's Way, like that page, and join a community of writers, authors, and fans. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. 
Thanks again, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.